Hello Lakotians, hello Nigerians, hello world. In the midst of all the chase, the hustling and the bustling, the running around for a greener pasture, you'll need the right type of information to hustle smart. You will definitely require direction from those that found a way. And most importantly, you'll require some entertainment to relieve the stress accumulated along the way. And that's what the Yellow Boss Podcast is all about. We give updated information from the world of business. We talk about politics and how it affects your hustle. We talk technology, sports, entertainment, and trending social media gist. The best part is exclusive interviews with great individuals whose life story could be emulated. Join me, Oyekula Joseph Adelaki, as I drive this bus from the tarmac to the garage, giving you undiluted information matched with entertainment every Friday at 8 p.m. sharp. Welcome to another episode of the Yellow Boss Podcast. I remain your driver, Oyekunle Joseph Adelaki. On this episode, we'll be talking about the state of the nation from the perspective of a youth. Actually, this episode was supposed to be recorded with myself and a couple of other friends. But because of the unreliable state of the Nigerian internet, I was not able to get them successfully. But still, we move. Being a Nigerian can be so frustrating sometimes. I came across a tweet the other day about somebody who, sh- you know, who was supposed to get an employment opportunity. You know, the employers claimed he was really a good fit for the job. It's a remote job for a company that is not in Nigeria, but it said they couldn't they couldn't go ahead with him because he's from Nigeria and the internet was bad, and they couldn't risk it because that would delay their job. So imagine, it's such a hard time to be a Nigerian, but definitely now, as we always say, we go survive. <laughs> it go better. That's the Nigerian catchphrase. Well, we all know how Nigeria has been so far for the past years. It has gotten from bad to worse, and uh, it keeps looking like there is never, you know, an end to the corruption, to the troubles terrorism among other things i keep wondering if there's ever going to be a better nigeria when we were younger our parents usually say the key to a successful life is education they always made it clear that if you're not well educated now this education i'm talking about conventional education between the four walls of the classroom if you're not well educated you will never amount to a lot or anything in life is the situation still the same i i wonder because these days we have a lot of graduates even at second degree level who are still jobless we have a lot of very educated youths who have not been able to lay their hands on anything tangible to keep them occupied and for the remuneration to be equally rewarding. From my point of view, I personally feel the conventional system of education in Nigeria to an extent will not be the solution to joblessness or to poverty or to employment problem as the case may be. Because so far so good, I've gone I've come to understand that the Nigerian system favors the elite. So you can be poorly educated 
as long as you're connected to a politician or to a political office holder who is influential you're most likely to do well you're most likely to get a job that is well paying so is, is it still the same does education still sets the pace for success i feel the answer is a very direct no but does that mean the nigerian youth can't be successful does that mean the nigerian youth is doomed for life i think the answer is also no in as much as education doesn't assure you of a successful life or a successful career it still doesn't mean you are doomed for life i feel there are a lot of opportunity out there for somebody who is ready to self-educate themselves i think there are numerous opportunities these days we have a lot of people who have decided to move into production skit making comedy entertainment these are basically some of the things that require you to actually learn a particular skill like content writing like blogging like video production audio production to an extent we have a lot of graduates who have decided to explore their inner self and realize they have these entertainment abilities within them now we are not just limited to entertainment we have a lot of young people who have been able to make success for themselves by actually designing software applications now i'm a computer science student but i can say 80 percent of the things i've learned so far in programming and web development i learned on my own and learned by myself because i realized the syllabus has been taught in the high institution were actually outdated you realize you have been taught visual basic a language that is barely used for anything and you are expected to compete hand in hand with students in the in the united states in the uk in india who have gone far 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 beyond so i feel we should all take it upon ourselves that my success de depends upon me the government won't determine if i'll be successful or how would not be though the odds are against us but this doesn't mean things can't get done as long as we have taken it upon ourselves that our success depend on us because in nigeria you can't depend on the government for anything it has become apparent over the years that the government are not interested in you unless it's election time that's the only time the government might pay and hear to whatever you want to say or try to complete one or two constituency projects or to fix a particular road it's only when election is close by government don't care about you so as long as you keep waiting for government then you probably will have to wait forever the situation has been the same it has never changed yeah we'll say oh the previous administration was better this one was actually bad but you realize you move to the next administration and the situation still stays the same you're like oh it was better when uh, this other person was there now it's even worse it's obviously you know it's obvious that the government are not the solution to our problems because the pro the government and the people in the government are only interested in themselves and their household it has become apparent over the years so what I'll tell to a Nigerian youth is, hey, yeah, you have a BSc, you have an MSc, oh, you have PhD, you, you've, you're well, you know, you're well read, great for you, but the point is, the jobs are limited, the population is exploding. What can you do 
to become an employer of labor because eventually it has come to that it has become what can you do for your country even though your country doesn't care doesn't give a rat ass about you so what can you do to grow yourself to grow your household to be able to feed yourself to stop looking for a job is to actually improve on yourself improve on your ability learn new skills okay fine you studied computer science and you realize the jobs in computer science are not forthcoming get something else doing like what other skills do you have look into these and see how well you can improve yourself it has become obvious nigerian government has failed over and over again and it needs a total overhaul the nigerian constitution the nigerian forces the nigerian politicians the nigerian lawmakers every system in nigeria has totally failed us and if you're not ready to take it upon yourself to take your success upon yourself then you might as well be termed a failure obviously now people do ask me like okay what do you think can be done differently you know what do you think can happen for us to have the kind of nigeria we dreamed of what what can be done differently for nigeria to to actually get to that level way to start growing again well what i keep saying is this as long as the political office keep looking like an opportunity to hustle people will never take it as a call to service as long as the money in the political offices are so huge as long as the allowances are that big people will never see this as a call to service why would you call people to service and you pay them millions you pay them millions for allowances then that's not a call to service that's a call to put some money in your pocket so as long as you make political offices you know attractive by adding so much money then it will continue to be the same thing people will want to become political office holders because they see it as an opportunity to make some money they are not seeing it as an opportunity to actually better the lives of the people they are not seeing it as an opportunity to leave legacies you know that people will talk about even when they are gone they see it as an opportunity to make so much money obviously people are getting into politics because they want to make money nothing else I'm so sure if political office holders start earning 50,000 naira per month, or let's be reasonable, let's say 100,000 naira per month, we are going to have real contributors as politicians and not thieves, yahoo boys in disguise as politicians. So if we want a better Nigeria, review these salaries, make it look like this money is just for you to take care of yourself. It's not for you to actually make so much like even ex-politicians if you realize how much they are being paid i'm talking about export office holders how much they are being paid even after they are out of office then you realize political office is the battle of money that's why you see people kill themselves for political offices but as long as you keep looking this juicy you will never have sincere people who want to build the country as political office holders you will keep having thieves and foreign eyes as political office holders now people keep saying yeah the youth should get into politics the, the youth should you know see if they can do anything i don't feel i don't think the youths are ready i don't think the crops of youth that we have presently actually have the abilities 
to change this country now that's my personal view and i have reasons for this now if if we check the nigerian system we have we have a whole lot of we have a whole lot of frosters as youths like now it's it might not be in fact this is this is this is a moral dilemma that's 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 what it is now it might not be their intention originally to be frosters but we have a whole lot of frosters we have a whole lot of drug abusers in the youth like a whole lot if you have five youths sit together approximately two of them will be a yahoo boy and probably three a drug user a drug abuser now it might not be what they actually really really want to do but the situations have actually pushed a lot of people into wrong directions yeah people are poor you you have you two are educated who were hoping they're, they're going they're going to get a you know a good job that is well paying so they can take care of themselves and their family and their you know and their hated mom and dad who have struggled all their life to ensure they have a good education now these people eventually got this great education but no they didn't get a great job they didn't and they have to sustain they have to feed themselves they have to feed their family they go into fraud yahoo yahoo which is like the norm these days they do drug because these days apparently you can't do one without the other are those the future leaders like like those were supposed to be the future leaders but i think we need future leaders with clear heads and to an extent we have large number of youth who are drug abusers and frosters so i don't see how this is going to work now even if we keep talking about youth getting into politics and changing things it's not going to happen overnight like experience is not acquired by money you acquire experience by actually doing stuffs this no, no youth has been be, now in nigeria a youth is a 40 50 years old man like it's so annoying they'll be talking about uh, ah he's a youth he's a very young person they'll be wondering like, like is he 25 is he, is he 26 no eventually you hear he's 40 he's 45 he's 50 he's a youth like are you kidding me when fashola became governor they were like he's a youth he's a very young person are you kidding me fashola was like almost 40 and you're calling him a youth so on, until we start giving young people, really young people, not old men who claim to be young, real young people, opportunities to actually get things done, leadership opportunities, even though it might not be, you know, a large team that they are leading, give them opportunities to learn, then they might be prepared for this kind of thing. But I, I don't think that's possible because this is Nigeria. Tinobu is almost 90 and this man is trying to claim 69 because they just want to keep siphoning the country funds. So I don't think the Nigerian youth is ready. We are not mentally ready for this yet. We don't have any structure in place. Now we're talking about setting up a youth party trying to win election. That's not how elections are won now. Tinobu is already campaigning. For the coming election 2023 tinubu you know was seen in some places campaigning even some some youths were campaigning for him these people have been in the business of politics almost all their life they know how these things work he started campaigning almost three years to the election and we're talking about setting up a party for the youth <laughs> nobody's even talking about campaigning yet setting up a party structuring the party 
getting people getting the numbers numbers win election how are you going to get these numbers you don't even have a party yet so i don't think the youths are ready yet you're not going to win an election on twitter by ranting no elections are won by voting if you go around how many youths have voters card i can tell you practically all the friends i have maybe 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 20% has the voters card now it's not like they don't want to have this thing but obviously these political people who know how these things is make these things deliberately more difficult to get by young people and this is deliberate you realize if you go to the market these markets women have these things on platters of gold like they, they literally bring this voters card to them like hey your voters card is ready it's not the same with the youth because they know we are not gullible we are not easily convinced so they make it so difficult that at a point you just give up on it like it's not even worth my stress i'm not doing this again but they make it so easy for these market women for these men in the market for these ballers for these uh, chiefs them because they know these people are very gullible they go with you know whatever direction they push these people to these people are ready to go so they make it extra easy for these people to actually have access to this voters card so this would be my advice for young people personally i don't have anybody in mind to vote for but the point is i am very certain i'm not voting for pdp or apc irrespective of who they bring because i've realized this political elite are very connected if they like they should bring a 20 years old boy in pdp it is still the same article that is the warlord under controlling what is happening and if they like they should bring a 10 years old boy in apc it is still the same tinobu that determines what gets done so if we're talking about voting in 2023 it has to be a new party it has to be new people it has to be revolution it might not be a young person but it has to be somebody who is worth voting for and talking about political experience they might not have political experience but this person sure should have leadership experience secondly get your facts right on whoever you choose to vote for let our decision be based solely on merits let's not vote because they give you money please They've collected money enough and they, they've spent this money finish you. Other people don't finish this money and yet they are part of the people suffering. Because I'm very certain you can't spend 10 million for four years old. You definitely can, not even in the present economy of Nigeria. And I'm very certain they won't give anybody 10 million. They'll probably give a community 10 million to share. So don't vote based on how much you were given. Whoever you choose to vote for, get your facts right vote on merit does this person deserve your vote do they have leadership abilities have they been able to lead a team successfully their past endeavors what kind of person is this person do these people have criminal records let's figure out these things before we choose to vote because nigeria has failed enough I don't think if there's another fail after all this i think it will be too epic and i don't think maybe the nigeria will exist anymore the insecurity is out of this world. The poverty is at all time high. The unemployment rate 
is too massive. So I think this time around, we just need to get it right, at least for this once. So let's vote solely on merit. Let's vote solely on the ability. Not on the fact that, oh, he's an ex-governor. The fact that somebody is an ex-governor doesn't mean they have the ability. Let's check when they were ex-governor, were they able to do anything? So it'll be, it should be based solely on what this person can get done. It was not written in the constitution that for you to become a president, you have to be an ex-head of state. It was not written that you have to be an ex-governor. It was not written that before you can become a senator, you have to be an ex-governor. No. So let's not base this on like, ah, well, what, I, what was it before? No. Somebody can decide to leave his shop. Somebody can be selling shoe and decide to say, you know what, I want to leave my shoe business. I want to become a senator because I want to change my constituency. It doesn't, they, don't, they don't have to know anybody. Let's not base our voting on the fact that uh, uh, it doesn't know anybody. No, it doesn't have to know anybody. You just have to have the ability that can change our nation. Let us be what we focus on. Abilities. Abilities. Being a Nigerian can be really stressful sometimes. But we're going to get over it. Please take your mind away from all the Nigerian and listen to this short story that I put together. I hope you put a smile on your face. Please do come back next week and listen again. Enjoy the rest of your time. It's Saturday and I'm in my room, having my well-deserved nap. Knock knock, someone was at the door. I chose not to answer. I was expecting no one. For all I know, it could be Mr. Dejari, that Jehovah Witness guy. It feels because he's a lecturer, he could bully people around with his belief. Not today, I said within myself. Knock knock, the knocking continues, and I had no choice but to take my lazy ass off my one-man nude mattress. Spiced up with a cheap bedsheet I bought at Oshodi, lying hopelessly on the floor, with no hope of ever hanging amidst a bed frame. Of what need is a bed frame anyway? I'm a student, a student of FBI for that matter. I'm here to learn, not sleep. I swing the curtain to the side, unlock my net from behind, opened up, and the first thing my sensor gun noticed was the awesome smell oozing from the Homo sapien in front of me. Before I could recover from that, my sense organ was put through yet another test. Rector, how far? And yet another test when I looked up to behold the beauty standing in front of me. Hey, Mimi. I struggled to reply, but still trying to pretend like I wasn't taken aback. I wasn't expecting you, though, I said. I chose to surprise you, she replied, and the conversation went on and on. Before we get into the details of Mimi's visit, let me give you a bit of background info on Mimi herself. Mimi is a fine girl who everybody likes her. So, this story was supposed to be in English. I met her through a friend, and I was blown away by her beauty. But she has a butt. Oh no, not, not that butt. She has that butt too, but I'm talking about Wait, a different butt. No, not the B-U-T-T, the B-U-T butt. Now, Mimi has a thing for activities under the duvet. She likes to do the do. Isn't that every man's dream? Well, not this guy. This guy wants to have intellectual discussion, ranging from egoism to altruism to philosophy to Faraday's principle to whether you see yourself in five years. And my naughty self was having exactly that kind of discussion. And Mimi wasn't having it. She took the booze by the hands and decided to change the topic. Rector, she called, and I replied. 
Would you like to see me naked? Jesus! We'll go to alone. Actually, uh, actually, I didn't say that. I'm too touchy to say that kind of thing. What I actually did was, I sat her down and fed her with the word of the Lord. But for a long, boring, I said, You're too beautiful for all this kind of thing. You deserve quality. You should be taken care of and given all you desire without asking for anything in return. You deserve pampering and some real love. You deserve the very best. Mimi, I go to the top. Jesus, Jesus is not. Jawa Malole. 